folks, it's another cast, and we're excited to share what we talked about in this cast with y'all. But before we begin, it's important to make sure that you are following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dabble and Dribblin', and make sure that you're subscribing to our podcast. We are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. That's right. right. Those are all the things we're on. Yeah, you hit it. You should, uh, you should uh, check us out if you haven't already, because I think we're pretty dope, and we always... We're pretty silly and think we're much more funny than probably that we are. Yeah, this was a good one. Yeah, short and sweet. It was short and sweet. I loved it. I'm into it. Yeah. What did we talk about? Talk about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And we oh, talked about love a lot. MG. Yeah, we got into some love stuff. Yeah. And talk about age difference and mm-hmm. how that plays in. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. And then what else did we talk about? I don't have my stuff open. So. Some uh, Demi Lovato. Yes. Wishing her the best. And some Lamar Odom stuff, which we talk about later too, mm-hmm. and some weird stuff in the news. Yeah, some. I mean, just society judging people who don't think like the rest of us. And you mean you know, like just go nude around places? Nudie. Do you live your life? Live your when life. did we get constrained <laughs> by all these clothes? Ain't, ain't that the truth? Some joke, man. And so in our dribbling section, we talk about Lamar Odom and some really good news on his end. Um, and then we go into Mellow and Bad Juju and oh, what is Bad Juju versus Bad Attitude. Like, that's a that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about uh, Katie and his volatileness. Yeah. And, <laughs> and his, his feelings. His temperament on social media. It's really quite sad. And Damar and his feelings as well with um, the Raptors and things like that. So it was a pretty good dribbling section as well. Short and sweet. Nothing too cray. And we had a, I would say, a pretty good, pretty great dope people. Yeah. Oh, man. Right? Legit, just, just stay in it for the dope people or go straight to the end because it's, it's my favorite it. dope person. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's get into this. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is episode number 55. Yeah. 55. And we're finally starting this one. (laughs) You know what? You're right. This is the third time we've tried to record (laughs) this, and we've restarted it twice. This that's We don't usually do that. This is the first time we've ever done this. First time was your fault. Yes. Second time was somebody else's fault. Ellie, was it your fault? Mm-mm. Okay, so just so you know, we have a we have a guest listening in, yeah. and third time, I, it was I, it, well, I. This is the third time. Yeah. Yes. No. The second time was when I started recording, mm-hmm. and it was too. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. How All are right. you, friend? <laughs> I'm doing glorious. I am wonderful. I am coming off of two and a half weeks of just mm. productivity and relaxation, and just you look ugh. rested, friend. I feel you looked rested. A, you looked. You looked a little discombobulated at work today. Oh, yeah. Because you were like, what is work? What is work? <laughs> Legitimately a question that ran through my head 10 times today. I was like, oh, hey, buddy, it's you're at work. It's no, okay. <laughs> I was not feeling it. I said, wait, is that a spreadsheet? <laughs> nah. I'm sorry. Is this a three hour long meeting? <laughs> what? Wait, I have two of these? <laughs> I made it through. You did. You did. You did great. I'm here now. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm uh, loving life, doing doing things. Um, August is kind of 
like a daunting month for like our profession. Like it's just a revamp of like, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) There's just a lot going on. I'm choosing to block things out. That's good. Denial is helpful. It's going to be my friend this August. Yeah. Uh, But I'm, I'm making a real effort to not have August be like this, like terrible month of like me not being good to myself, me me being not good to other people uh, just because I'm like stupid busy. Like I'm working like 12 hour days, like all month. Um, but also like taking time for myself, going yeah. on dates, what does that going, look like? yeah. you know, just like doing things like tomorrow I'm, I guess, going on a date with somebody and I like, just like, because, or what I would be doing is going back to my apartment and working some more, Yeah, I don't need you know, that. and I don't need that. Like Mm-mm. I can work, like I go into work early, get my things together, you know, like first date, second date, third date, where are we at? I don't know. I don't remember. It's one of those. Yeah. But it's more than the first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a first date for me. Oh. I'm going to try that out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Doing. Who are we? We are adults <laughs> refusing to give in to the pressures of adulthood. <laughs> Clearly. I am going to stay. I also don't know if the person that I'm hanging out with tomorrow would consider tomorrow a, a date. Mm, that should be the first question you ask them. Ah. <sighs> Just get that. You really need definition if this is going to succeed. Do I want it to succeed? Take it, take it from me. Like DTR <laughs> that conversation right from what the start. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Are we in a relationship now? How is this would a situationship? Is this a relationship? A situationship. Those are always really... Complicated. They can be. And I'm pretty... I like uncomplicated. So, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Why can't we all just be? <laughs> I'm that guy. You're... <laughs> Why you, can't we just be? You're, you're, the, <laughs> you're the guy that the girl like wants to like seriously date you, but you're like, but why can't we just... I thought what we were doing was great. Yeah, why I can't... Why, this was fine. Why is this not enough? Putting too many parameters <laughs> too many on this. Too many stuff together. <laughs> no. Well, I hope yours goes well. Enjoy that Of course it goes well too, man. Yeah. I don't um, have I mean, expectations. I'm glad you don't. I don't have... I have some expectations because this is not the first time we've gone on a date, but... Mm. Um, or hung out or whatever you want to call it. But I wish you the best. Yeah. I mean, I, I figure you're going to give me the 411 yeah, at, like, as soon say, as it's over. Uh, or... Type up a report after you're done. <laughs> so submit that. Both of us usually do too. I'm like, yo, so I just went on this date. What the hell? <laughs> Man, I went on one last week that <laughs> really threw me through a loop. Yeah. Yeah. It I did. Mean, I remember I mean, you telling me. Yeah. Very confused. I was, you know, that one of my favorite questions is like three cuisine foods mm-hmm. that you cannot live without. Like these are the three that you have to eat for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. My top three, this person doesn't even like those three things. <gasps> What's your top three? Indian. This is why we're best friends. Mexican and Thai. This is it, why we're it, best friends. It bothers me that I can't have Chinese food in that list, but I'll live. If I have Thai, I can get by. Yeah. But Thai, yeah. like, it's so funny. My parents hate Thai food because it's so similar to Indian food to them yeah. in certain ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, in certain dishes, obviously mm-hmm. not everything. Yeah. Um, She's like, I don't like Indian food or Indian spices. I was like, she probably doesn't even like Indian people. I can't mm-hmm. introduce her to Bri. And I'm mm. like one of the most important people in your life. Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> I'm just I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> but Mexican food, if people don't like Mexican food. I don't and we're know. not talking Chipotle. No. That, that's not, I mean, Chipotle, people, some... I mean, Chipotle is delicious, but yeah, that's not what a, we're talking. There's a place and time for that. But definitely authentic Mexican food. That is my jam. Oh, Wait, wow. Yeah. Anyway. I did not know that. We should get authentic Mexican food. 
Where is that? I don't know. We'll find it. Okay. We'll find it. All right. It'll be good. Um, So speaking of love, do you want to dive into this? I don't think anyone said the L word. You know what? I know you did not. Sir, you are correct. You didn't hear that from me. You know what? You... You for damn sure will never hear it from me. Pause this cast because that got weird. <laughs> uh, speaking of romance, okay, that's dating, better. dating, yeah, you sure. know those kinds of things. Right. Um, it is rumored that. Oh, this is just a rumor. It's rumored. Nothing's been confirmed that thirty-six-year-old Priyanka Chopra is engaged to 25-year-old Nick Jonas. First of all, I thought she was 35. I thought he was 25. 11 years. I'm not saying it makes a big difference, but I would have liked to have known. And two, <laughs> this is just a rumor. I thought you all told me. I'm looking at our guest right now. I thought you, you all told me this in. was confirmed. Just join in. This girl is freaking out. So this is our producer, Eliana. She's part of the cast and has given us uh, some tips and, tr- and, and tricks of the trade. <clears throat> it's uh, also a mime today. Well, she, apparently she's a mime today. She's nodding her head. Smiling. <laughs> That's all right. That's fine. Um, so apparently she he closed down a Tiffany's in London. And Tiffany's... Is the jewelry like a, store, Tiffany's, Tiffany and Company. Oh, the Audrey Hepburn Tiffany's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he shut one down. He shut one down. Kind of like Ocean's Eight. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Um. So nothing's been confirmed. She's been pretty silent on social media, which is very unlike her, specifically on Instagram. So like that's a thing. Okay, what do you think that means? I think she's probably in like. So if I were to get engaged, so I'm pretty active on social media. Right. Like, no one knows who's my boyfriend or who I'm dating because I don't publicize that. No, you got several burner accounts. No, I don't even post that on burner accounts. (laughs) I have my Finsta account. (laughs) It's my fake fake Instagram. (laughs) Um, No, like, so if I ever got engaged, I think it would be a very private thing that I keep to myself for some time before I let, like, my family and Like, I mean, family and friends will know because, like... Yeah. You know, I would hope that they're a part of Why it in some way. Why are you keeping it private? Why aren't you telling us? Because I want to be, like, blissfully just with my, my boo, my okay. man. You have a lot of feelings going on and you're trying to, like, like work through that. Because, like, I can only imagine, like, when I'm, like, digging a guy, mm-hmm. like... Mm. It is very natural for my brain to be, like, I could see my future with this person. And, like go to wedding day which like give me two seconds i'm like what the hell you don't even know what this guy if he's allergic to anything like you don't know anything you don't know this guy from adam like you you don't know him you don't even have a social security number (laughs) i don't know you don't even know his phone number by heart yeah i don't know anything right you're right so like but i think women are blood type i actually you do know that yeah. First date questions. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. It just came up in conversation. Because <laughs> right. I'm a good conversationalist. I believe it. Um, no. Anyway. So like, because it's really easy to do that. Like to like, you're, I think women are conditioned to like, think really quickly there because we're thinking about like, oh, we need to get married and have children and all these different things. And there's like a timetable for it. Yeah. Whereas men, I don't think, I mean, your, your stuff keeps shooting non-blanks like well into your 60s. <laughs> So why you know. can't we just be? And this is this is the problem. Why this is the we? heteronormative problem that we have. Why can't we all just exist? <laughs> um, yeah. um, but yeah. So they've only been dating for two months. Official, Confirmed. Officially okay. dating, like publicly, so for two months. I okay. So which means they could have been dating 
prior to that because it, it could be been. it could be like me where remember that guy that i was dating that i was going to introduce everyone to but then he ended up being not a good guy um wait two mm. years ago before we, yo we, yes, really yes, 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 yeah. yes 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 and we were dating for three months mm-hmm. and i was like okay i think we've talked about stuff i'm i'm going to introduce him to my friends because like i felt like that was a, that was a moment of great impetus like it was it was about to go down. Yeah, you were gonna meet him. I thought. You, I mean, at a certain point, I just assumed, no. I was like, this, this is not gonna. Happen. When I wasn't ready because I, I felt like we were not supposed to meet these people. Yeah. I don't bring people around. No, I mean you you'll bring around certain people, but very like. Have I brought it around me? Oh right, that one. Yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 one. Right, but like, but I will only do it to certain people, right? Like. Yeah. So like my private like when it bec- when it comes to love I think it gets very complicated um, very quickly like friends feel like they have to take sides like what do you mean uh you mean like sides once people get betrothed? yeah if they break yeah if they break up or things like that oh when they break up yeah, yeah for like sure. those you kinds gotta of take like it's, it's it gets really icky right mm-hmm. and so like. You know, you're like, oh, shoot, like, I'm not going to bring someone around. Like, I'm not going to bring someone to my parents if I don't think it's like, no, this person's like the real deal and someone like, I think you should know. You, you know? don't have to take sides in those situations, but you definitely have to play it close to the chest. Yeah. Because you like, can't Like, as be, a friend? Yeah. Because, like, I couldn't be in the press. Let's say I have a really good friend mm-hmm. and they're dating someone for a length of time that is four or five years. And I get to be really good friends with that person. Sure. And so we're all collectively friends. Then they break up. I'm yeah. not I'm no longer not that person's friend. Yeah. Uh so I I would be around both people but separately and probably not post about it yeah, or like no. talk about you it. You said it's like when when Ross and Rachel broke up in friends. Right. It was like who's hanging out with who when it's like it's very like complicated like that. So, they could have been dating for a while cuz they went to um that big red carpet thing at the Met, the Met Gala. The Met Gala. Yeah together last year like oceans eight yes but last keep year going. You know, yeah. we're keep on coming bring it back to oceans oceans eight <laughs> i didn't like that movie i know you didn't <laughs> everything is coming back um and so like they took pictures together so i'm sure they've like been talking oh yeah i'm sure they didn't just like and i'm sure they've show up on smashed the- you don't know that what are you doing? Wrigley sees the chicken over there. Wrigley, my dog, sees the chicken and wants it. He was, he was standing like a person. Yeah. Uh, um, so. But yeah, so they're engaged, apparently. Listen. Rumors. Okay. If this rumor is true, mm-hmm. then Nick Jonas pulled off the greatest heist of the century. That should be the Ocean's so 8. Ocean's 8. <laughs> that should be the Ocean's Because eight. this deal uh-huh. is... She's... She could get... Anyone. She's beautiful. Yeah, she is. And she's very accomplished. So is he. Mm -hmm. But the two of them together, do you see? Did you ever see this happening? Did you see this coming to? I mean, love love is is, weird. I was going to say love is strange. It's so weird. I never would have thought. But you know what? I'm also dating guys that are younger than me. So like I in a million years would have never thought I'd be dating someone who's younger than me. I often date women who are older than me. Right. And I think it's the natural order of things. So so someone said that to me. Mm -hmm. They were like, there's a bunch of 35 year olds 
marrying 25 year olds and for it's sure. not a big deal like yeah, a bunch sure. of male like 30 year olds dating like 25 year old girl like women and like it's not a big deal so, so like why say something wrong why couldn't why is it weird for a woman who's like 30 or 35 or 40 date right. someone who's five to ten years younger than them that's why i appreciate well this could be a longer conversation let's just open this book up okay let's open it i think to marry a tour, for this aside, I think it's great. I'm happy for both of them. I think they're lovely, wonderful, beautiful people who are very talented and they deserve each other and mm-hmm. they love each other. Right. I have dated this spectrum of age between like when I was, you know, in my early 20s, I was dating early 20 year olds. Mm-hmm. And to have dated people in my late 20s who were in their early 40s. Mm-hmm. And in doing the range in that, Right. right. I have come to the decision for myself that older women tend to have gone around the block more sure. and seen more relationships, mm-hmm. successful and not, yeah, and have a better sense for self. They know who they are. When you're in your twenties, those women I can say I can say who I was in my twenties. I was who just was like, that? I need to find a man so I can have a husband. More needy. Yeah. Needing validation. 100%. Needing some kind of like affection, mm-hmm. needing more attention, and just just more insecurity there. Right. Whereas dating someone older than me, not saying those things don't exist for that person because they do still. Of course, we all have our insecurities. Right. But uh, usually, when I find women who are in their late or mid late thirties or early forties, they are grounded in who they are, and they they're done with the bullshit. And they have just said, you know what? Yeah. This is who I am, and either the guy coming into that fold mm-hmm. can get on board with this or you know we don't have to be right. a thing so right. for priyanka chopra of 36 where she is in her career kudos to her for everything that's coming yeah. to her She's super wonderful. sad that quantico is ending thinking about nick jonas if i were a 25 year old a 25 mm-hmm. at 25 mm-hmm. i had no i did not have the wherewithal to marry anyone yeah i would have told you not to do that no way <laughs> there's no way I'd so like, i have no mer- i'd be like alex no i no, have no question you, you and like, weren't ready <laughs> i have no question that for her this is like maybe the right time for her but as a young swinging strapping uh nick jonas i'm like dude you're at 25 huh? she's quite the steal don't get me wrong like you boy you're lucky but but he's also like a very different kind of 25 year old right like what's he like i don't know like this is just from what i what i see like he grew up very christian so there's like that Um, thing he i'm assuming not very christian anymore like in the like chastity-esque self because they did like a promise i'm sure he they did a promise ring Mm -hmm. they did for a long time Um, wait for a long time yeah like when they were the jonas brothers Oh, when when he was the Jonas, the Jonas, the Jonas brothers. brothers, got it. Um, he has type one diabetes, so like he grew up like with a, a disease his mm-hmm. whole life, um, and so like that's like that's something that makes you grow up. Um, he's growing up in the limelight, so yeah. like there's a level of. And he has, you know, he broke away from his, him and his brothers split the group to do their own stuff. So that takes a little bit of maturity and mm-hmm. like some sort of like conscious like self-awareness to do those things like you're ready when you're ready you know when you know so like who am i to say that if you got married at 21 like i don't i don't think it's smart for anyone at the age of 21 to 25 to get married personally Mm. however i know many people who have and have beautiful and wonderful relationships i also know many people who have that i'm like you have a really unhealthy uh situation going on right now 
And I have seen, and there, and I'm not the person to sit there and say just because you get married or fall into a committed relationship yeah. of deep love uh, once that that can't end and that that doesn't have a shelf life. Right. Because some relationships are not meant to last forever, yeah. and we've kind of built this archetype of of the perfect marriage that is, okay, you take the vows. One day you just lock in and you and That's God it. are like, you're That's in a contract. Yeah. And then we all know that divorce rates in the United States are 50%. And then I think it's a little less now. Okay, well. Which is great. Marriage but... is making a comeback. Yeah, I guess. And then, uh, pe- or people are, you know, and people say, half of people get divorced and the other people are happily married. No, okay. half of people get divorced and then... 50% of people stay in their marriages mm-hmm. and then a percentage of that are actually happy. We don't know what that figure looks like yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So, I mean, like, sometimes marriages end I when they need to end yeah. and then you move on into single life. Or you choose life. to stay in the marriage or whatever. Yeah, or you become single or you go into marriage again. Yeah. Some people get married multiple times and, like, that's just what they need. Yeah. Um, and that's where their, their heart is. Yeah. But, like, if this is the one time... We're saying this, like... Oh, these two are getting married, so they're going to be together for the rest of their lives. In our yeah. current culture, they're getting married. That's all that means. Yeah, it doesn't mean especially it's last in Hollywood. Forever. Like, who knows how that long? They got their going. own money. They're both signing prenups. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Well, I mean, I will say as like, and you love Brian her thirties. Yeah, you're, you're hashtagging a big, it. You are a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I too am a big fan of it because like my level of caring about what other people think about my singleness, my dating my whatever mm-hmm. is is very i i i dgaf like i just really don't care um and but i also like know what i want and know what i will i know what i'm worth you know so i'm not going to settle for anything less and i think that takes a level of confidence and a level of like going through life going through some stuff yeah you know whether it be in relationship whether it be just like self-work and therapy of uh-huh. like of like oh yeah. okay so this is my baggage cool 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 um if i want someone to love me for me i need to love me for me first like how can i expect someone to love all of these like how can i expect all of these things in like a checklist if you have a checklist of what you yeah. want your partner to be if i can't even attain half of those things I you know. know so it's but, that she doesn't the, it to summarize what you were saying mm-hmm. into what I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. the fact that she doesn't need me, and she doesn't need me. She wants me, doesn't need me. Yeah. That's yeah. that's sexy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. There, uh, when I think about the stuff I used to sweat bullets over as an early 20-year-old. Yeah. With like other, other early 20... You know how fickle that dating pool is yeah. in your early 20s? You just... You're, we're all just like boys are you you boys are or men are like just wanting to put it in somewhere yeah just penis yeah. into vagina yeah like literally that's all like it is just like and it's not hard it's no, no. Uh, it's a little hard and you're really t- t- are you t- well like it's it, it's hard in that like i don't know if you're making a pun no <laughs> No, I, that, that was good, though. That, okay. No, I was saying mostly, like, it's... Yeah, it's not hard, but it's also, like, if you want quality, it's hard, right? Like... All right, wait. If you, you want, still... If you just wanted to get it, you could just get it. Yeah. But girls have it much more easier to No, nah, but still, even in your earlier 20s... Oh, yeah. It's, like, oh, raining... Yeah. Raining... Raining w- women. Women who are just, like, more open to a sexual relation. Oh, I talked to a guy in Brazil one time. Uh-huh. 
I was down there, and this guy and I were chatting. We had been living at the same residence for like a couple weeks at that point. Uh-huh. And he, uh, we were just talking one night. <laughs> this is the kind of asinine thing that men think. Even at any age, and women can think this too, maybe, but I see this more in guys because that's just my my population. But he said there was this young girl he was dating. They were both like early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she, he said, oh, man, her body's amazing. Yeah. He's Brazilian. He's like, her body's like great. I just couldn't get my mind off it. Da, 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 da. And so we were hanging out for a long time, and I was being really patient, but I just... Really wanted to have sex with her. And she said she didn't want to do it um, until she was in like a committed relationship with someone that she could trust. And so he's like, okay. So then I waited like a week. And then we talked about a committed relationship. And I said, yeah, I want to be in a committed relationship. Then I had sex with her. And then... I waited a couple weeks and I broke up with her. Oh my god! And this is and this, guys will say anything and, to get in your pants. And this is—he was <laughs> very calculating about that because at that point in his life, there's an insecurity that men have because we feel like our worth is measured by how many women we can sleep with. The Ugh, conquest mentality. Oh, it's it's toxic masculinity <laughs> 101. And so guys feed into that crap just as much as women might feed into the whole like. Uh, you know, I need some kind of validation from someone who mm-hmm. likes me. But that is why when someone turns that on their head and you find, I can only speak for my own taste, but when I find women who are uh, sexually empowered and know what they want and they're very explicit and direct mm-hmm. about that and give not one fuck about what people think, mm-hmm. that's confident, that's very sexy. Yeah. You think like, oh, it's less timid. It doesn't need to hold your hand. It just tells you what it wants. And then you can either get on board or jump ship. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, literally when I found out their age difference, I was like, okay, damn. All right. He knows. Oh, I mean. He knows. Get it, Priyanka. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) I got, I feel like. Pri. She's in charge. She's in charge of that relationship a thousand percent. I'm here for it. I I applaud (sighs) it. I subscribe to it. Yes. You see her in that Met Gala dress? The trench coat one? Yes. Yeah. Everything. I mean, she, Everything. she's beautiful. What What do you expect? Man, she's she's a, a gem. So, congrats. I'm happy for her. That's <laughs> awesome. I hope they're happy. Um, so, something a little bit more sad, um, but hopefully hopeful. Um, so, Demi Lovato was recently rushed to the hospital uh, because she overdosed on heroin. And I'm sure, huh? I think it is heroin. Girl, just speak. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly. I'm pretty sure, like, the rep said. Oh, really? They didn't? Okay, our producer is letting us know that um, it's alleged. It's all allegations at this point. But she is at the hospital, so um, it. She has publicly talked about her struggles with drugs and alcohol and just all of those things. and uh yeah so it's like super super sad and she even recently at a concert wrote a song called i'm not sober anymore called sober um because she did fall off the wagon like drank or whatever like that and so um she's been kind of spiraling for a little bit um apparently and uh she is now um 
recovering at a hospital. Her former former beau, Wilmer Balderrama, is by her side, and her family and friends and stuff like that. So it's just super, super sad, and there's just been a lot of outpour of love and support for her, which I think has been so good and so amazing, right? Mm. So mm-hmm. that's and so I I just wanted to state that yeah I think I I, I, think, I wish her well that's and what. we even posted like we wish her nothing but the best for her mm. and want her to come back she's a phenomenal musician a phenomenal singer like I think it's just you know it just sucks um, that this is happening yeah um, on Twitter someone posted you know like no disrespect to Demi Lovato like only wish nothing but the best for her. But when Lamar Odom, former Laker basketball player, uh, was basically at a brothel, like, same situation as, oh, as Demi. And you're bringing back some stuff that I'm remembering now. But, you know, black man in a brothel looks like a crack addict. Uh, mind you, the, the Kardashians swept in and helped out and things like that. He was almost in his deathbed and came back and he's okay now. But he did not get an ounce of outpouring of love Yikes. compared to... I mean, people did. Like Kobe. You know, like you're talking about the people that love him and care for him. The Laker family, yeah. The Laker family, fans of basketball, fans of Lamar, like absolutely want only what the best for him. But this like notion of like this black man is going through drug addiction the same way that this white passing i think she's latina she's i think she is i think she's half latina um she's she's going through the same thing but the outpouring for her looks so different than the outpouring of love and support that lamar had do you have any thoughts about that because i've been like sitting on that for a little bit and i'm someone who like remembered lamar as a like a healthy phenomenal basketball player Mm -hmm. to you know to the Kardashian thing with Chloe and you know his spiraling from there and he's been spiraling like he's had issues right. his whole life so this is not which Demi has as well so it's it's one of those things I'm like why in our society do we give passes for pretty girls pretty white girls or pretty white looking girls because um, Demi I think is just beautiful but not to black men well, you know the answer to that. No, I know, but I just it just makes me sad that I have to even ask this question. Well, yeah, I don't I I hate comparing the two scenarios just because of the tragic nature of drug addiction, but I feel as though a black man on a substance is never going to get the sympathy that a white passing young pop woman is going to get. Oh, yeah. On that. I mean, it's just the nature of white Anglo-American um privilege so i get that and lamar is a six foot 11 black guy with a wingspan to match right and like if you see a guy like that walking down the street if you don't know he can dribble a basketball and makes millions of dollars you probably are just going to steer it clear and go the other way how many how many examples do we have of police yeah doing that to basketball players and, yeah that and guy who athletes. got tased on the milwaukee bucks yeah because he i mean they and they made fun of him but then well, he was in the milwaukee bucks this one guy in the middle of a parking lot and With, two officers sent like multiple officers in yeah just to like tase this guy it was like are you serious so anyway this scenario is a little different in my memory now that you brought back all this recall for me yeah i forgot that he was in the brothel 
and people will assign some level of blend wrongly so i don't think you should because yeah. you're in las vegas and it's legal you can do whatever right. you want but like he's in a brothel they're like he shouldn't have been in there doing that because sex is like uh the devil's yeah. activity play or whatever right and uh he was messing around with the kardashians and he did Chloe wrong, and that's how people feel about it, and people get in their feelings about the Kardashians, I mean, and it's irrational, and I think people will take it however they want to take it. Yeah. I mean, cheating, all of this, like, yes, bad, but that doesn't mean you wish, like, oh, he's a crackhead, whatever, you know, or like, sure. like that's not a way to, I just, it was just something that I was just thinking about that, um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about how, like, we really don't let men and men of color specifically um feel or or and because that we don't let them feel they oftentimes um have their feelings be um misguided and and process unhealthily okay so you're gonna argue yeah there's a lot of yeah. traps there yeah um, but wishing obviously both of them nothing but the best and all my love yeah totally yeah we'll mention lamar in our Yes. Dribbling section. Yes, also. there's some there's some updates on his life. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about some weird stuff that's happened before yeah. we before we go on to some dribbling? Two news stories. I won't in, get into the specifics of the first one. The mm-hmm. first one is just a, a fair warning to anyone who uses the ride service Uber. You could expand this probably to multiple uh, ride share providers. Sure. But apparently some news is coming out recently of allegations from a couple people in Florida. Who are alleging that their Uber driver is trying to swindle them for some cash fees because they claim that the guests, the people filing the complaint, that they vomited in the Uber car. Oh, you get charged extra when you vomit yeah, in the car. Yeah, about 80 to $150 or yeah, something. to clean yeah. up. So, and it goes straight to your account. It just goes yeah. right on your bank statement. Yeah. You, if you don't check your bank statement very often, you may not see that. Yeah. And so apparently yeah. Uber drivers have kind of caught wise to this. All the way there are reports from New York City to California, which, by the way, sometimes people legitimately throw up in Uber cars. So yeah. I'm not dismissing no, that they those deserve, things are legit. No, they deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> but there are a number of people who have made the claim that, whoa, 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 whoa. I took my Uber service and it went fine. And then I see this on my bank statement because someone said that I threw up in their car and I never did. Mm. So anyway, that's happening. Um, in other news, dollars. So $150 for chill this. out. <laughs> uh, okay, weirdo. Number one. <laughs> um, there was a guy. Nah, that's stupid. There was a guy at a Planet Fitness in New Hampshire. Okay. <laughs> who began doing yoga in the nude. At the Planet Fitness. Oh, God. And uh, Eric Stagno, 34, was charged with indecent exposure, lewdness, and disorderly conduct at the Pleistow location of the popular gym chain Sunday afternoon. Um, yeah, they said, dude, you're exercising naked in Planet Fitness. What are you right. doing? And he said, hey, this is a judgment-free zone. I can't. Anyone who signed <laughs> up at this gym, anyone who's ever been to a Planet Fitness knows it's a judgment-free zone. They serve pizza on what day? Friday? Thursday? I walked in that gym to look at it just to sign up for a membership to yeah. try it out because it's like $10 I'm, I'm a, a month. I'm a member of Planet yeah, Fitness. I walked in and they had 
pizza out. Yes, they and do. And I said, what, what is that? <laughs> and they said, oh, yeah, we do pizza on Fridays or whatever. And I said, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> it's like that story I told you on the walk here. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the, where I was in Tennessee and a uh, homeboy in front of me oh, at the God, subway yes. line. <laughs> homeboy at the so subway bad. line ordered a, a meatball marinara sub. <laughs> on I think the cheesiest bread they had yeah the Italian and he, herbs and cheese yeah, yeah you know and he put the cheese on top of that, that melted. and I said that was fine yeah and then he said okay now give me some ranch dressing on <gasps> that and then he said now give me some chipotle mayo on that and then he said uh, give me some barbecue sauce barbecue sauce on that and I said to him is that good sir is that good <laughs> and he said ah oh. he just had such a pleased look on his face he's like it's just so smug he's like yeah and I said, okay, I guess my real question is, should you be eating that? And he yeah. said, I don't know. <laughs> and I was walking in Planet Fitness. They're like, yeah, here's some pizza for you. And I thought, this defeats the point of why I'm walking in this gym. <laughs> I'm going to burn 3,000 calories just so I can take on 6,000 calories. Yeah. But this guy took that to a whole new level and said, you know what? I'm proud of this body and no one's going to judge me here. I know this. So I'm just going to take off my clothes. He got arrested. Ooh, yikes. That's some bull mess. Yikes. Yikes, I, yikes, yikes, yikes. I, that he got arrested. I think you should let people work out in the nude so long as they put a towel over the <laughs> machines they're using. I don't. I disagree why with are, that. Why are we so ashamed of our bodies? Free the nipple, ashamed. 2018. I'm all about it. I'm all about walking naked in these streets. However. How come men get to walk around with our nipples out? And women, what is that about? It's our nipples you, it's have. Because you like boobs, that's why. You want to see that more often. Thing. Like, our chests are what? Like, contour. Okay, if you work out, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, and I don't know my bra size well, but I'm going to say I'm probably. What would you say this is? B cup? Hold yeah. on. Let I'm me feel your boobs. Here. Cup it. You're like a B. Like a, a, you're like a solid B. All right, so I'm a B right now. So if I walk like around. A B. You're like an A B. You're between an A and a B because you don't have moobs. Man boobs. You don't have man boobs. Got it. So if I walk around on the street and someone took a video of me, no one's going to blur my, my chest. No, not your testicles. If a woman walks around with a D cup, they'll blur it. If, a woman if I walk around, around like with, that. If a woman walks around with an A cup, they'll blur it. Right. I have bigger boobs than an A cup. Yes, you do. And somehow her just, nipple gets blurred. I just blurred. realized I just felt up Alex's boobs. Just had a moment of like, I just cupped yes. your boobs. That's, That's what friends are for. <laughs> I, I guess so. Breast exams. <laughs> Wait. I, I have to do a breast exam, actually. The other, yes, go ahead. You can do that yourself. Yeah. Well, I don't I, know what you're doing. I, I, wait, what was your question? My que- I'm just <laughs> ambivalent about the whole. Clearly. <laughs> I'm just bewildered and befuddled. And befuddled. I don't understand why we have such... It's because of us as men. No, it's because we're the y'all things don't know. talked about on the first part of this podcast. <laughs> y'all don't we're know what to do. Deviant, <laughs> with your degenerates <laughs> that we have to go around like like objectifying women. That's why we have to I blur mean, them. I objectify men all the time as much as I can. Yeah, because I feel like reparation. That's yeah, like, that's, I, fine. that's like the least I could do. If we're gonna dish it out. We gotta take it. <laughs> uh, anywho, oh stop it, Wrigley. All right. Do That's you our talk, cue. Do you, we should probably talk about some ball. Let's, Let's do that. Let's do, Let's do it. All right, folks. It's time to talk about some basketball. We're still in the off season. There's still a lot of just like 
waiting around for the season to begin, but there are trades and things happening, some rumors happening. Do you want to talk about what's going on? Why don't we start off where we just ended with Lamar? What's happening with him? Oh, so with Lamar, um, it was just announced, he announced it himself, that he is officially going to be playing for a team in China. Yay! Why is that significant? Because he's he's playing basketball again. Yeah. And I think basketball was an important is probably a very important part of his sobriety. Yep. Like getting back to it. Yep. Back to I the mean, fundamentals. Yeah. And again, I don't know the inner workings of who he, like, but he hasn't played in a long time. Right. Um. You know, he was he was a center, right? Like center he, forward, power forward. Power forward. Yeah. He yeah. played some center a little bit. Um. He was like one of one of the best at, yeah. and during his time. You he's know? 38. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that he's playing is super dope. And I mean, yes, he's playing internationally. And I think people may have some like feelings about that. But I think it's great. I think I, it, when he announced it, I felt so much joy mm-hmm. for him. I was like, oh, that makes me so happy to see that he's doing something good. Absolutely. Yeah. And he was such a good player. Yeah. It's nice to see him back on his feet. And yeah, totally. So, yeah, so Lamar is going to be playing ball in China. Everyone gives Kobe a lot of credit for winning those two championships with that Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Lamar, for, Lamar was a big part of that. Yeah, chi- Lamar was a seven, well, almost seven foot tall, power forward mm-hmm. next to freaking Pau Gasol. Yep. And a seven foot tall Andrew Bynum. Yeah. And people are like, Kobe won two without check. Kobe has yeah. had so much help. Yep. Just, just like how Mike had a lot of help. People, I was in a conversation today mm-hmm. with one of someone that both you and I know, mm-hmm. who said Kobe. Well, first of all, is yeah, <laughs> I is, know is exactly. Kobe's better about. than LeBron for sure. What but he said in his opinion, Kobe is better than Michael Jordan. And at that is point, he, is he? So his 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 opinions are vo- null and void. Oh that my doesn't god! Make any sense. I was so beside myself. I couldn't handle it. I have never heard anyone ever put Kobe Bryant ahead of Michael Jordan. No. It's just blasphemy. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, God. But anyway, I just want to point out, Lamar Odom has been in those Laker championships that happened. Super important. Super instrumental. Super critical. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you want to do a mellow update? Yeah, man. Carmelo. And the time that we're recording this, the Atlanta Hawks and Carmelo are finalizing deals um, to release him from the Hawks. Mm -hmm. At which point he will be a free agent able to sign with whoever he wants to. Right. And that team will likely be the Houston Rockets. Right. There was some... Uh, interview somebody did. I don't know where this interview happened. Where they said, no, Mello said that, you know, it just wasn't a good fit. OKC wasn't a good fit. Right. All of us could have told you that. Right. And apparently, the Rockets, specifically Harden and CP3, are very excited to welcome him to to the squad. So yeah. that's a thing. But something that Mello did let everybody know is that he knows how to play basketball. He won't be doing no such thing, specifically coming off the bench. It is something that my brother said. Mm-hmm. He will be doing no such thing because he knows how to play basketball. Uh, he knows basketball. Uh, Do you have thoughts on that, sir? <laughs> I, I've been watching commentary leading up to that press conference. Mm-hmm. And since 
the Oklahoma City Thunder decided it was in their better interest to just pay Melo $26 million to go away. Yep. Rather than pay you that amount of money to play. Yep. That this signaled a different chapter in his career where you need to understand your role is not what it once was. So everyone feels... It's just hard to swallow that sometimes, though. Well, you know, for most of us... It would seem like that's a clear indicator. Yeah. And and so a lot of people have just been giving him the benefit of the doubt to say Melo's still got something in the tank, but he's the third or maybe even fourth option on the team. So by this point, he gets it, right? He's going to the Houston Rockets, and he'll get it. Like, he might have to come off the bench. Dwayne Wade came off the bench with the, ca- with the Cavs. He did what he needed to do for J.R. Smith to have his ego stroked. Right. That's some BS, though. Like, that's oh, stupid. No. Yeah, well, the, the idea being if our first unit has all these stars, right. and there's only one basketball, the second unit looks a little dry. Yeah, it needs another. So when they had. But, like, you need some sort of maturity and emotional intelligence to be like, okay, yeah, I'll take one for the team. Yeah, and Dwayne Wade has a lifetime shoe contract with Lee Ning. Mm-hmm. And so he's got huge amounts of fans in China. Mm-hmm. And he still said. You know they I'll sit on this bench. You know they, someone one team in China like tra- like gave him like some crazy the, contract. The Golden Bulls or the Flying Tigers, one of the two. Like like one hundred and thirty five mil or something like something. No, it wasn't that much. It was twenty five mil over three years. No, I think it was more than that. Look it up. Um, but I feel like either way, I thought that was funny. Like they're, well, they're like shoot your shot, shoot your you shoot your shot. Twenty eighteen. I, I would freaking go to China and play for that they amount of lo- money. I mean, they love him because he's so. only gonna get like. Less than ten million dollars from not even like five million dollars or something from the heat. Right. So I don't know what he's gonna do, but Mello, everyone assumed, okay, it's clear now. You left OKC. The Hawks are gonna release you. Yeah. So now you're just gonna go play with Houston on a veteran minimum two point something million dollars. Chill out. Mm-hmm. Chill and, out, New York. <laughs> uh, he'll come off the bench if he needs to come off the bench because right now they were. One quarter away from beating the Golden State Warriors yeah. with their main three being Harden, Chris Paul, and um, Clint Capella. Yeah. And so, Capella is coming back. Mm-hmm, Five-year, $90 million contract, yeah. which he could have gotten great. more, so they'll probably restructure it. Mm-hmm. But Melo, we're thinking, okay, he'll come off the bench and he'll do good work. He said, nah. Nah, I know basketball. I won't be doing no such thing. I sent you a facepalm <laughs> emoji. Yes, you did. Because I, I really thought he got it at this point. But everyone's... It's not that you will come off the bench. But you it's should be okay you, with it. Should be, your answer should be, I'll do whatever I need to do for the team. Yeah. It's, it's like, an, like a non-team mentality kind of a thing. Right. It's such an It's ego. all about him. It's always all been all about him. <sighs> the other thing, too, is like him and Mike D'Antoni. Yes. It did not work in with the Knicks. Right. How is it going to work with the Rockets? The problem... Yeah, I don't know. Because... There's not a lot of ball movement, no, which is fine. Which is fine because he's a ball stopper, so right. but he we know gives- this. He gives license to players to do what they need to do one-on-one. So Chris Paul Harden can do that. Yeah. I think Melo's going to say, oh, it's good. He'll let me do that. Nah, it ain't about he, you. No. It's about the team. I looked... Yeah. Anyway. I looked up his stats. Yeah. And checking them out. Good numbers. You know, always in the 20s, except sure. for this past year. And his 
shooting percentage is not bad. It's around 43 to 45%. That's good. But in his rebounds, somewhere around six to seven cool. a game. These are good numbers. Assists. Hangs around two or three a game. Yee. You don't think Yikes. you don't think that's bad. No, that's until bad. Until you think about other players who've been notorious ball hogs like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and they had at least five. Yeah. So, yee. You don't even got two or three. Ooh, that means they're games that you don't assist at all. <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, you're shooting the ball at a decent percentage. You're hitting some shots. Right. You're rebounding. No nah, man, this pass. bad. You just don't pass. You, it's just bad. He's a you ball stopper. You said something. You were like, "Well, I said his numbers at first when I was reading those. I was like, his numbers aren't that bad. They're fine." You said, "Well, he's just bad juju." He, he's. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this since the beginning of Is time. Is it just that he brings in? Do you it's think his, it's just his energy? I think it's his energy. I think he like. I'm not a, like a big like oh energy person, but like you know when someone meshes with you or like when someone like brings the vibe down. He, I feel like he's just him. Hoodie Mellow is like a bad juju, dude. Hoodie Mellow. Bad juju. Well, he remind. Well, in that case, it reminds me of like someone who recently got signed to a new team. Dwight Howard signed with the Washington Wizards. Yeah, and he hopes to end his career there. <laughs> nah, <laughs> As he says that to every funny? other team. You know, he's, he said. I, he there said are tweets of him. Co- there's tweets of him <laughs> saying this. <laughs> right. And people ripped him a new one. As he said this, he also said in the same conference. Um, I want to play eight more years. Oh God, Jesus, Lord! I don't mean to make fun of Dwight because he's a really good player for a guy who's still fairly young, but he's played so many years in the NBA. And this is right now the 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 eighteen year olds from Charlotte are going to be coming into the NBA. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's uh, but he wants to play eight more years, and he wants to play with the Wizards. And did you see that poem? He he. Or not a poem. It was like an analogy. No, what did he say? He said, like, how do you feel about this being your fourth team in four years? And he said, well, I feel like it was meant to be because I spent eight years learning magic. And then I went to La La Land. And then I learned how to fly some rockets. Oh, my God. And then I learned how to fly with the hawks. Jesus, And help then me. I got stung by some hornets. Oh, my. But all that helped God. me in making me into a wizard. Stop right now. Wow. Okay. All right. Hey, at least. Eight years. At least. A cool, 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 cool. He showed up in D.C. and he thought, this works like the presidential uh, term, right? right four like years? Four years and I get to re-up for another four. That's that it, right? Eight. That's how it works? Solid. He, um, but he comes into this with numbers that are like 15 points a game, 12 rebounds. Yeah. I will take that on any day. Yeah. He is always in the top 10 in rebounds in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. But it's his juju. He's another juju person that I'm like, ooh. He couldn't get, think about this. He could have gone to the Golden State Warriors for a very small contract. Mm -hmm. And they said they didn't want him. Yeah. They didn't want Dwight Howard. Yeah. This guy was a multi-year all-star. Yeah. Team USA gold medal. Yeah. Don't matter. You got bad juju. You made it to the finals. Juju. They didn't care. and But bad they pulled juju. up Boogie. Boogie Cousins. Which I also think Boogie is just like bad attitude. I don't know if it's bad juju. There's a difference. Break that down. So like there's bad attitude of just like, I'm just an asshole. Like... 
Kobe had a bad attitude every once in a while. You know, mm. like, because he was just an asshole. So did so did Michael. There are moments, but mm. but Boogie's bad attitude is just like it's just kind of reckless, and you're like, dude, just relax. Like you're just being angry for like no. A little volatile. Yeah, it's just volatile. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's like bad attitude. Bad juju is that you have the attitude. On top of the attitude, you bring everybody else down around you. Whereas like, like it, you bring everyone else down, and the morale and just like the the vibe. I think Dwight is moody. Right. But, like, he is also bad juju. Like, you know what I think it is? And this will lead into our next segment. I think it's that Dwight has... Is sensitive. Ooh. And moody. And that's there's nothing wrong with being sensitive. But he's not always self-aware. Mm, 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 mm. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I can see that. So... Which leads to... We're talking about Kevin Durant? <laughs> okay, yes. Go ahead. I mean... If you don't know by now, Kevin Durant went on CJ McCollum's podcast, the the shooting guard for the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Durant, they're kicking it like us, is talking. kicking on it. They just, just sitting around chilling, and apparently they have an ongoing relationship they've had for some time. Yep. Uh, CJ expresses his discontent, like so many other players, with the signing of Boogie Cousins to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. And CJ says, that made me almost as mad as when you, Kevin Durant, went to the Warriors. Right. Kevin Durant got a little bit feisty. In a playful way, Kevin Durant said, why are you mad? And CJ McCollum said, because I play in the NBA. Mm. I compete in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, Like everybody else. And he said, bruh, it's not like you were going to win a championship this year anyway. Right. And CJ said... No, we have the parts. We could do it. Yeah. And Kevin Durant laughed in his face. Yep. Mm. And then so CJ <sighs> later on, um, later on goes off to say, I'm trying to find the tweet. He essentially talks about like how it was like a punk ass move, basically, that Katie went to to the Golden State Warriors, which nobody is disagreeing with cj mccall on this um and of course kd got in his feelings being like yo i, I just did your podcast you could have just said this to my face you could have just said that to his face right but you he kind of did he didn't say it directly yeah he should have he should have absolutely CJ said it to McCollum his face should have said that to his face and that's the only fault i give cj i agree i would definitely say like if i have a problem with someone i can't have you read my mind i need to tell you what the problem say is it to his face. break it down right and if you, it's 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 the it's a big thing of like either you address it or you get over it. Yeah. You have you have forty eight hours to figure out how you're feeling. You right. address it or you get over it. But That's, once Kevin Durant leaves your studio, it's done. You cannot go on social media. Right. So that was kind of like a. Someone like, oh, that's such a pussy move. I'm just like, no, pussies are very strong. It was there a dick go. move. There you go. If you sit on a dick the wrong way, it breaks. So, um, back to what I was saying. Ouch, God. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. But okay. Just, Made. Is your PP okay? <laughs> yeah, it hurt psychologically. <laughs> it hurt psychologically. Um, no, but back to this whole like this notion of you know because what I saw in commentary between CJ the CJ situation and KD, mm-hmm. just like oh they gotta be a man, like be a man, say it to his face, blah, blah blah. I agree. It's not about being a man. It's about being a good person. It's about being a human person. Right. Like, it's not about being a man to, like, tell to your face, like, yo, that was stupid. You know, like, that was a dumbass move. 
that's just yeah. being a person that's not about being a man because it became very quickly about masculinity right. so quickly and then katie also made it about masculinity like you could just told me to my face like be, you know like be a man kind of a thing bear in mind and you sent this to me katie's also the one who went back and forth on messenger with a 15 year old right and he's also the one that has burner accounts that like <sighs> fake fake twitter accounts and instagram accounts too that you know says things and like he, I get why he is pissed the way that he is. Kevin? Kevin, because he's annoyed that people are, let's be real, making fun of him. We make fun of him on a weekly basis. Because he deserves it. Because it was a punk-ass move, Katie. I will say it to your face. I will right. say that you are a phenomenal basketball player, and I'll also say it is clouded under this really dark, ugly cloud of you being a punk-ass going to the Golden State Warriors. I'll say it to your face. You ain't shit. I'll say it to your face. My five, two, and three quarter ass will say it to your face. It may be like to your belly button because you're so damn tall, but I'll say oh, it to you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Stretch. Slim Reaper. Slim, um. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's this, this piece, and then Dirk Nowitzki, who recently just signed his 21st year yep. with uh, the yep. Dallas Mavs. Yep, 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 yep. Um, super cool. He's like, I don't understand why Katie responds to these things. I just think it's funny yes. when people say these things to you. Like, it's funny. Why Whatever. Are why are you responding? Why are you responding to a 15-year-old? So if you're not familiar with this story, uh, no, we're not being metaphorical. He's not even a little bit. There is a 15-year-old who made a comment on Kevin Durant's Instagram, and Kevin Durant took him into the DMs. Kevin Durant, or maybe the kid messaged him on the DMs, but Kevin Durant finally responded, and they had a back and forth where Kevin... On, like, DMing! DMing! Kevin Durant is taking time out of his day to DM a 15-year-old and really... Oh, and Kevin Durant went low. At one, he went low on a 15-year-old! Kevin! Kevin! Bro, grow up. What the hell? Bro, and then did you see him on the press conference with the, uh, well, the media? Mm-hmm. And he said, I see what y'all are trying to do. Make me look like I'm unstable or I'm like... I wouldn't say it's unstable. I think you're insecure. Yeah. Oh, you you're are thousand percent. It, your male fragility is very... Yeah. Very prevalent. Yes. Well, it's the... At the it, it What also bothers me about this... So I'm on CJ McCollum's side. I wish sure. he had come stronger, if anything. That's the only thing I fault him for. Is and I he, want him to say it to his face. I 100%. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Kevin Durant's issue... My, for me, the issue with Kevin Durant is when he laughed and said, Why are you mad? You have to be... You're obtuse. Lacking so much self-awareness... Obtuse. To ask another player... Why are you mad that we just signed Boogie Cousins? What planet do you live on? And so you don't ask that question. And then when they say, because I play in the NBA, a simple answer. Then you guys throw something at him like, you wouldn't have won the championship anyway. And that's the point. Sir, you weren't shit before you went to go play for the Golden State Warriors. And now you play for a team that already had the best record in the NBA history. And now you joined them. And you're Mm. like, now you're talking all this smack. Mm. And that's the funny thing. He says, KD, by his words, says that people are like, you used to be quieter when you were in OKC. Yeah, Now he you was. talk a lot of shit. He, he talks a lot. Now that you're on a 73-win team that didn't need you before, mm-hmm. and you talk a lot of shit. And he said, oh, this is the real me. Y'all just didn't know me back then. This, I, That was never me. Well, you see, now this is the real me. Well, I don't like the real you. Yeah, the real you is kind of gross. Yeah, I don't like man. it. Like. Like, I don't like someone who's picking on 15-year-olds. Like, this is a fan who had an opinion. Right. 
I have an opinion. You know, guess what? You're in the limelight. A lot of people are going to have opinions about the decisions you make. Mm. I had a lot of opinions about LeBron's big decision, yeah. like the first time around. And I gave him a lot of crap for it. But it doesn't mean that there's no point. There, there. I hope there's a, a point of redemption for him. I just don't know if that's ever going to happen. Who? For KD. Oh. Because there are rumors well, of him potentially going back to OKC. And I'm just like, nah, bro. Nah, you need to. Ever you need to. No, there's actual reports of it. Nah, he won't do that. He, he, he's trying to be LeBron. If he did that, I would. I would find it so disgusting. disingenuous. So disgusting. So disingenuous. Can you. Can you see Russell Westbrook throwing a freaking fit? I, he would never. He, no, there's no way he could play because Paul George will be there. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to do it. So, but uh, I think that Kevin Durant is a humanitarian off the court. He does a lot of good stuff for the community. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why he won the NBA award recently for it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't... Like, all that good that he does as a person... Does not take away from the fact that as a competitor, he's a sore he's a sore winner. He's a sore winner. It's gross. It's just a really uh, you won boo. Keep it moving. You like, don't let like, them people say. Look, you know, and mute, it's also, mute your DMs. Do whatever you gotta do. We make it seem like Kevin Durant is like the most disagreeable, vile. Um, person, which he's not. If you ever met him, he seems like a nice enough guy. His interview with uninterrupted mm-hmm. in the in the Uber car ride with mm-hmm. LeBron and him, yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is yeah. dope!" Like, yeah. I loved it. Seems like a cool guy, but and there's rumors of LeBron and KD wanting to play together because sure. they have that respect for each other. But the difference is with someone like a Boogie Cousins, a Dennis Rodman. Um, think of a more volatile mm-hmm. like character. They are who you think they are. Yeah. They are 100%. When you see them on the outside, that is who they are on the inside. On and off the court. It's authentic. Like, I didn't ask you to like me. I'm not trying to be liked. Right. I'm a surly cuss. With KD, it's that he wants to portray a certain image, and then he does things that are incongruent with that image. And then he's pissed when we all have a feeling about it. And then he's like, why is everyone upset? It's like, because you are a snake. (laughs) It's because you are not who you say you are. And if you spent more time getting to know yourself, you (laughs) would know yourself. And you would know that this is gross. We don't have to sit here and have you ask questions like, why are you mad? (laughs) Like, why aren't you, like... Are you dumb? (laughs) Have you, you, like, read anything? Do I have to explain this to you? (laughs) Oh my god! That's that's the part of it that really bothers me about him. And someone on one of the other media sources said that why doesn't he learn from LeBron? Mm. When have you ever seen LeBron send a message or Never. a tweet or a DM that got salacious news? No, I mean none that we know of. He doesn't. Yeah, because the dude it, even during like playoffs time, he's not on. No, he social is media. focused. Yeah, so this guy, he in the way he and so this is what it's very millennial of him. He needs to hire a publicist, like or just KD's, stop, just get off the internet. To get off the internet, don't use your burner accounts and crap like that. Yeah, he just God, grow up. Like when he tra- oh, when he sent that trash stuff about Oklahoma City when he wasn't there anymore, mm-hmm. and he from a burner account, it's like yeah. yeah, this is why Oklahoma City is garbage, whatever. And it's like, oh, that wasn't me. That was, was my butt. It's like, yeah, like, you Stupid. suck. Um, so anyway. That's Kevin Durant and CJ McCollum, and yeah. One of the trades we didn't talk about mm-hmm. um, is, well, actually, no, we did talk about it last week. We talked about DeMar going to the Spurs. Yeah. 
um, and Demar uh, Derozan, mm-hmm. and he's still pretty hurt about it because they're doing. Um, FIBA training, USA basketball yeah. training um, in Vegas with Pop. Uh, Kawhi is not there, though he's supposed to play for the USA team, uh, Kawhi Leonard. But Pop is the coach, Popovich, Coach Pop. Um, and Damar was interviewed by folks. And somebody asked him, oh, will you be talking to, I guess, the owner of the Toronto Raptors or whatever? He's like, no, as far as I'm concerned, everything's done. We're done. Yeah, it's done. Um, it's over. Pop was very clear about that. Yeah, and I I think people are like, oh, he's he's butthurt about it. Sure. Like Popovich? He's, no, that, um, that DeMar is still butthurt oh, about the whole yeah. situation. Um, but I would say... Um, let him be butthurt. Let him feel his feelings. I'm okay it's with fine. it. As long as you do it in a productive manner. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you, can, you can answer the question. I'm like, no, I'm done. And that's fine, too. Yeah. Someone can look at that and say that's a bad attitude. But I am all about men feeling what they're feeling and to do so productively. That's fine. And I think that DeMar is right to feel like he wasn't communicated with clearly. Absolutely. Um, and when you lay roots in a certain city, you feel like you know that place and you have security there. Right. I, what I am so surprised by is how one player can still continue weeks later to be so affected by oh, he was, a trade. Yeah. Because you, as growing up, Growing up as a fan of the NBA, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that get us excited? Championships, scoring mm-hmm. titles, all-star games. And in the off-season or even during the season, when there's a trade. Yeah. And you know your players get traded. Sometimes you get good players for your own team. Sometimes you lose good players. But you know that's a part of the business. Right. And especially if you're here in the league for nine years, you see guys come and go on your own team all the time. Yeah. And... You think that's not going to happen to me. Right. So the idea that he thought he was above being traded to me, and it hurts psychologically for our egos. Sure. Absolutely. That it's my team. I'm the guy and I got traded for a guy who is better than me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's still sticking with him. And yeah. So it's just, the, it's the working process that a guy as an athlete and a competitor, you have to go through to accept like. I wasn't valued by the team that I thought I could trust. I get that. It's a bad breakup. It's a bad it's a breakup. It's a bad breakup. It's a bad breakup. The, the communication was the issue. Yeah, 100%. Um, but he hasn't gotten over that yet, and that's just going to take time for him. But it's just, uh, it's still weighing with him. And at some point, like, he's got to accept, like, you got traded. And now yeah. you play for the San Antonio Spurs, who last time I checked, when someone showed a list of this on Instagram of the teams in the NBA and the last year they missed the playoffs, mm-hmm. they're not in, they're not in that. Oh, the, the early besides the Spurs, I think. Sorry, was it as long as Pop has been around? They've since nineteen ninety eight. They've been they've been in, they've been in the for playoffs twenty years, and then the next team was like seven years. Yeah. You're fine, boo. You'll be okay. You welcome and to. Pop, and Pop is gonna take good care of you. You'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, you got Pau Gasol, you got Lamarcus Aldridge, you got yeah. a whole cast of crew of people around you. Um, I thought it was interesting at Team USA basketball when they asked Kyle Lowry about mm-hmm. the trade, 
and they're still pretty di- close though. Oh yeah, yeah they're really out sweet. there together at this FIBA stuff, and they're enjoying their time back together. But uh, they asked, "Have you talked to Kawhi yet?" He's like, he said no, right? Like, well, he said, "I don't know." What? What? Oh my god, <laughs> guys! Uh, well, I need you to be better. <laughs> well, 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 it, it could be read two ways. Like, he was definitely Kyle Lowry was definitely being a little bit uh, opaque, yes, and not trying to let anything come through to the media. But they want to ask about Demar and the trade and everything. He's like, I'm focused on FIBA basketball. Right. I'm here focused on USA basketball. Right, right. That's why I'm here. So any questions, he kind of just you know ignored right. it. And uh, he was being a little bit uh, frustrated with a sourpuss. Yeah, and I understand. You just lost your best friend, and they said, "Have you talked to Kawhi?" He said, "I don't know." Which you could say, like, "Oh, not yet," or "Or not yet," or um, I don't know. It's between me and Kawhi. Yeah, or something like that. And at the end, or like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but they said, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I don't know." It's like if you, if you, I mean, so did yes, you speak to him? Literally. He's like, he's like, not sure. Which to me what? is like, a, to me is kind of like you saying if it really was a situation where I don't think this is what it was, but I imagine him like passing Kawhi and just be like, hey man, welcome to the team, and Kawhi saying. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you. Because Kawhi doesn't speak. He never talks. And so Kyle's answer legitimately could be, I don't know. (laughs) I I said hello. He may have said hello back. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what gets me. And everyone's kind of in this area of like uncertainty yeah. because of Kawhi's mental state. and similar to how we were just talking about Kevin Durant's awareness we don't state, know we don't know, I don't know anything where about Kawhi's yeah. is because because Kawhi was on a team where he was the focal point yep and he had a contract with Jordan Brand shoes and Jordan Brand offered him a 4 year 20 million dollar contract for you or me that sounds like a good amount of money he turned it down because Kawhi wants to be a bigger star mm and make more money. Yep. And he thinks he deserves more. He can be that guy. Like a LeBron. Like a KD. And like a Russell Westbrook. Yep. And I'm thinking, all those guys have some level of personality. Yeah. And they That's at least true. have an Instagram account. <laughs> they do. And they have a publicist. <laughs> I assume. Or they just know how to manage these things better. And you haven't talked in five months. (laughs) We don't know what you sound like. So I have, he's like, I, you know, want this market with a shoe and all that. Where are you? I don't know where you see yourself, (sighs) young man. Weird. But he's in Toronto and and Kyle and he are going to have to get, I really feel for Kyle Lowry and all this. As much as Damar is feeling betrayed, Mm -hmm. Kyle just lost his best friend. And now the new guy who came in doesn't even talk. Doesn't even talk, and he's out there like I got passed to this dude. He like he's a mime. Wow. Like he's, we talked about mimes a lot today. Yeah, it came up earlier today, and yeah. now it's just sticking with me. Um. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, that's everything on dribbling, right. and we'll uh, let's move on to some dope people because yeah. I'm very excited for my dope people. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. All right, it is time to talk about our dope people of the week. It is my turn first, 
And so I will dive right in and talk about my dope person this week is going to be Beyonce, Tyler Mitchell, and Anna Wintour. Those are three people. Yes, it's all all is... related to Tyler Mitchell. Okay, so that's your dope person. That's my dope person, but they're okay. all related to this. We have strict rules here about this. Uh, you're right, but sometimes we, you know, sometimes we give our dopeness to each other's parents, <laughs> you know, like other things like that. So let's let's be yeah, flexible here. That's fine. Let's be flexible. Okay. All right. What do you got? So Vogue, editor in chief Anna Wintour. Know the know the lady? Yeah, I heard of her. Big, she was in Ocean's Eight. She was in Ocean's Eight. Why are we bringing up Ocean's 8 so That's many three times? <laughs> three times, our, my lord. Our producer made a bet with me that really? if I could mention it three times, that I would get a, a free pizza from the corner store over here. But you're vegan. You can't eat that it's, crap. They got vegan cheese, right? <laughs> I don't think they do. Thanks. So weird. Anyway, so Anna Wintour, editor-in-chief of Vogue, um... The upcoming September issue, which is always like the big issue of Vogue, right? Mm -hmm. Um, She gave Beyonce unprecedented control over the cover of the upcoming September issue. So Beyonce is going to be the cover. Unprecedented control. Like Beyonce picks all the pictures. What were the precedents before this? That Anna Wintour decided everything. Okay. So Anna Wintour is like, oh, B. Darling. You're Beyonce. You can do whatever you want because you're the queen. I worship you. So, like, that's just kind of how that went. I'm okay. sure. I'm sure that's how that went. So, basically, what that means is that Beyonce gets control of everything as far as who's styling her, who's taking pictures of her, what pictures are going to be put in the magazine, what ca- what the captions are going to be, like literally everything related to that cover that uh, issue is hers. Um, so that's super super cool, right? Like for Beyonce. A black mm-hmm. woman to have that super cool. Right. What's even more unprecedented is that Beyonce hired the first black photographer to shoot the cover of the publication in 126 years. How long has the publication been around? Probably 126 years. That's what years. I want to say because I feel like <laughs> the last black person who did it wasn't 126 years ago. Yeah. That would have been 18... Yeah, black people were not even considered like 1892. humans 1892. Yeah. So I don't think a black guy photographed no. it. This organization has to have been around for 126 years. Yeah. So, like, usually, again, Anna Wintour usually has complete control of everything. And obviously, she doesn't for this reason, um, for, for this issue. And so Beyonce chose Tyler Mitchell, who is a 23-year-old photographer. 23... Man. <laughs> and she's using her use of power and influence to get him this assignment, yeah. like which is super, super cool. And he's like photographer, I think, Givenchy and Marc Jacobs. Oh, cool. Um, and the New York Times in December, I believe. Um, and does he's done some other things, too. So the fact that one Anna Wintour is like, Beyonce, do whatever you want because you're Beyonce. And that Beyonce has a clout and like the, the influence to be this person. And for her to be like, oh... You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to get this 23-year-old black man to take pictures of me because you haven't done this in your whole ass publication to have a black photographer do the cover. So, Tyler Mitchell, I am excited to actually buy that that uh, that uh, issue of Vogue. 
I'm super excited for it. So Tyler Mitchell, you're my dope person of the week. I'm excited to follow you on all of social media and see you do big things because you, you're just going to blow up and glow up. It's going to be great. So blow be, up and glow up. It's going to be great. That's cool. 23 years old. I'm not jealous. Alex. How do you feel about that? What the, What have I done with my life? That's fine. <laughs> I didn't want to shoot Vogue anyway. Yeah. I didn't want to shoot Beyonce. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, that's that's tight. All right. Who's your person, buddy? I chose 240 people. What? 240 people? Yeah, I don't know any of their names because oh. they're protected under FERPA. Oh, damn. Okay. I would like to shout out the 240 kids who are now attending the uh, LeBron James Family Foundation approved Akron School. I Promise? The I Promise School. Whoa. Yeah. Is LeBron LeBron your dope person? No, the 240 kids are. Okay. But it's LeBron School. All right, tell me more. LeBron School is set up in Akron, Ohio, his birthplace. Absolutely. And this school, if you see pictures of it online, the I Promise School in Akron, it is dope. It has all the money in the world thrown at it. Yeah, sounds like that. And it's a school for underrepresented kids. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So these kids, 240 of them, are like falling behind in their classes, Mm -hmm. and they come to this school to get added uh, benefits to being there and it also gives things to the community like meals if your parents are like struggling to put food on the table they yeah can come hunger pick is up. real you can't focus in school if yeah. you have an empty stomach so they get fed and there's meals to go um that parents can take to kind of like a like a blue apron type situation yeah, yeah. where they can take a, a meal that they just have to prep at home that's amazing that can happen and lebron says a big part of his childhood growing up was having the freedom to get around the city and just see nature and like his surroundings right. on his bicycle. Mm. So every kid when they arrive gets a bicycle. Stop. That's right. LeBron. This is LeBron James. And wow. uh, he's the greatest human being ever. And, and- he uh, so plans on... and. Prior to this, he also announced in 2015 the initiative that would pay for more than a thousand kids to attend college mm. from the Akron area. So, I mean, this guy makes me, in, in his interviews, says, you know, I, had all, I didn't have a lot of stuff mm. when I was a kid. And now to come back to Akron the man that I have become mm-hmm. and be able to have a school in my name yeah. for kids who aren't at the top of their class, but the kids who are falling behind in their class. Because did he go. say that he like missed like 84 days of school in fourth grade? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like, wow, like that. Like that kid is opening yeah. up a school. He's like, I want so these kids dope. to succeed. I mean, it makes me, it makes my heart just overwhelmed with joy. Yeah. So to that, uh, my, my dope, people of the 240 kids and also lebron james i mean he's gonna be a dope person a lot in our in our yeah existence. i can't i can't over i can't overdo it with lebron james as my dope person because that'd be every week yeah it really would be because i mean we do talk about him quite a bit but this man. week i think he deserves it Absolutely. what a what a dream realized that's man thank you lebron for doing that for those underrepresented students that need it this so, dude, on one of the walls, mm-hmm. this is one issue I take with this. Okay. If you go in, the kids look elated. They look so overjoyed. Mm-hmm. And you see and one kid on this video comes in. He just looks up at the walls. He's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And you, you, the camera pans up. 
and there are two walls in the center of um, is it vestibule, mm-hmm. atrium. Sure, the front area. Esplanade. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it, he's got two walls paneled mm-hmm. with very tastefully and aesthetically done. Many, many colorway pairs of his shoes. Oh, my God. It looks like a Foot Locker. LeBron. And I was Of the 15s or all of them? There's 15s and others. Okay. And I wanted to say, you know... You know, they're, they're here for school, not to get your shoes. Is, right. They already know. You're going to hang your LeBrons over them? That's unnecessary. No. Man. Come on. Come on. Your name's already on the front door. Come on. Do you really got to put your, your size 20s <laughs> up there? Oh. Anyway. Anywho. But overhaul, you're the dope person. Super dope. Oh, what a good what a good dope person. I'm into that. So that is the end of our cast. As always, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We're at Dabblin' Dribblin' on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and be sure to subscribe and rate and all those wonderful things. You got anything else to add before we close it off? No, Ringley's tired. He needs to walk. Yeah, and I think that means you're tired too, bud. Yeah. <laughs> all right, folks. Be dope, and we'll catch you later. Yeah. Yeah.